Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Men and Women Talk to Mars Venus Show. I'm your host, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California. This is episode number 138. I'm joined by the beautiful, the talented, the taco loving Shannon. How you doing, Shannon? You know, I've noticed something like this week and last week, you have like this glow about you. Where's that glow come from? Today it's probably deliriousness because I worked overnight last night. Overnight, so um, I didn't get as much sleep as I wanted to. So this is probably the delirium growth today. And I got all my taco shirts, so I'm in a really good mood. Even though I did not have tacos today, I had tacos last night though. Okay, well I'm glad that you were in such a great mood because, like I said, that's the Shannon I grew up on. So any any um other shannon that i come across i'm like this don't feel like the real so i'm glad i am glad because you know everybody in omaha nebraska they're just smiley happy people right that's probably not true um i am one of my kind oh okay well i'm glad that you're here and i'm glad that you this is a topic that you came up with second chances now let me start off by saying something, right? Yeah. I, I've been involved with just second chances and, and love, right? Okay. I've, at my behest, at the behest of the young lady that I was involved with, um, and I can say that the there's good and bad about second chances, right? Okay. Um, there's this thing that people throw around a lot and it's called closure Mm. and sometimes what second chances give you is closure because what happens is you'll date somebody and let's say it doesn't you know they didn't cheat on you or something crazy but you know it just didn't work out and then time goes by and then you go you start thinking like you know i could have made it work with that person you start believing that you could have and sometimes you need to go back to realize, you know what? There was a reason why it didn't work, you know? So in that regard, second chances can be good, I think. Um, I've seen successful relationships happen because of second chances. I, I've known people who, you know, actually, I've seen it on the fourth chance work. So, yeah. but I wouldn't hang my hat on it, but I've seen it. You know, and um, Steph says in the chat room, second chance is just a confirmation that shit would never work. <laughs> so, so basically, basically, what Steph is saying, get your first chance with her right because there won't be a second chance, right? So, so I've definitely been a part of this, you know, uh, giving someone a second chance. I've been a part of, uh, you know, I just was in a relationship which was uh, um yeah p- plenty of people marry p- the same person twice right they do. they do and that's really sweet my my last uh relationship was uh, a second chance of sorts we used to date a long time ago and then we broke up and then we tried it again and uh you know um i could say that it wasn't a mistake because because um I was always thinking about that person over the years. Mm-hmm. And 
I always felt like I always felt like she was the one that got away. Mm. You know? And I guess I needed that experience of the failure of our <laughs> of our relationship so that I you know, now I, I I experienced that and I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like um so I don't know. So when when you think of second chances and, and your experiences with giving someone a second chance or being a part of a second chance relationship, what, what do you think? Well, I mean, it covers so many different things. It's not just romantic. Um, it could be professional. It could be in a friendship. Um, I have had a second chance in friendship as well as relationships. Um, some for the good and some for the not so good. But I take them as lessons and not losses when they don't work. Hmm. Um, what do you think about... Because not every relationship ends on a terrible note. Of course not. Sometimes you guys can agree to disagree and sometimes be friends afterwards. It does happen. Yeah. So when we talk about whether or not to give someone a second chance... Kente, what are you eating? <laughs> You're pretty good. You know, I thought you were going to talk a little longer to give me a chance. To <laughs> I'm like hungry. I'm like, mm, uh, this lavender blueberry vitamin water is not enough. So, I'm sorry to distract you. Uh, <laughs> looking at it from a gender perspective, men rarely give second chances and women are too forgiving. Great in clouds people's memories. That's true. Um, I don't know. You know, do men do men rarely give second chances? Is that true? Because I know some guys that uh, you know, are they outliers? I know guys that. I think it's circumstantial. I think it depends on the circumstance. I do think there is a accuracy on the the greater percentage of what Steph is saying, mm -hmm. but I also believe that there are circumstances where there is an exception to that rule. And that rule is a generalization, but yet it is it has very much truth to it. Um, I do think women are more forgiving, but that does not mean that men can't be forgiving as well. Uh, I'm, a, I'm going to uh, censor uh, Steph's comment. She says, I feel like brothers never cut me a break. <laughs> Well, I mean, if they're your brother, they probably wouldn't cut you break anyway. Well, um, brother, well, not brothers, but brothers. I know what you meant. I read the comment. Right, right. <laughs> um, Ramsey says, yes, rather than being alone, he will go back to crazy. Yeah, That's the problem. I think we are so conditioned to, and we, soft generalization here, we are so conditioned to being with people, even if we know they're not the worst, the right person for us. It's like sometimes you got to be comfortable and content with yourself so that you stop thinking crazy. Act crazy. Dre says a good uh, instance is a childbirth. If a man gave birth one time, then that will be their last child. But uh, a woman will have multiple kids, forgetting the pain the first, second, or third time. That is true. Uh, and Steph says that's the main reason I take super issue with wishy-washy uh, black men uh, get out of my face you had one chance to pursue me uh, get the um, F, F on. On. 
Hi, Austin. Welcome back. A long time no see. Yeah, what up, Austin? Um, I don't know, man. Like, it depends on what are you. What are you it's like this. What are you willing to put up with? You know, what are you willing to forgive? Sometimes time, you know, heals wounds. So, like, I could be mad at Shannon for the stuff she did when we were together. But then I start thinking, you know, the morning, um, the, the morning grits and uh, the French toast that she would make, you know, and the, the love poems that she wrote me. Then, you know, all of a sudden you're like, you know, it wasn't so bad. Maybe I should go down there. Maybe I'll forgive her for uh, for whatever, you know, transgression that she did. You know, off. I'm not making grits and French toast together. Well, I, well, I didn't mean together. So, yeah, tacos I make. Uh, oh, the the breakfast tacos. <laughs> yeah, all of that. Um, but I think in every situation where you guys fall out of the space you were in doesn't necessarily have to be something detrimental. It could just be time and opportunity didn't mesh well. Um, you were you wanted two different things in that moment. Now it's possible that you could come back to a new time and place and then want the same things and then rekindle. It's possible. It's happened. People, people do evolve, though. People do evolve. Uh, men make the opportunity if they want you, they will make it happen. Hmm. But just because they want you does not mean that you want them. Let's keep that a hundred percent consistently real. Or I don't care if they want you or not. If you are not in the time or space, because I've walked away from someone on multiple occasions and then come back to them. So it's not that men are always the ones walking away from it. Women do it too. Guilty. She's talking about mutual attraction. Yeah, I. But there can be a mutual attraction. It does not mean that the time and space is is working for you. How many people have you been mutually attracted to, and it was just good for a lay, and you were like, "We're not in the right space to be dating." Fuck time and space, hilarious. I mean, that's why we single, I guess. Mm. Well, you're not single. <laughs> I love to sip. <laughs> Perfect time. Um. That was some good water. So, um, but people do evolve, right? They do. Some people, <laughs> some people, <clears throat> I like, I know people who are definitely not the people I I came up with, right? I know people that have totally grown up and they are much better people. Yeah, of course. I know people who devolve too, though. This is true. Where they got worse. I'm like, how do you get worse in life? But um, it happens, right? Yep. So, okay. So you had this relationship with this person, right? And let's say it wasn't the best. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't the best. And then you, you know, years, a decade goes by and you're at a house party or whatever and you run into them. And now all of a sudden, maybe they weren't, maybe they weren't the most, um, like, you know, they weren't trying to be somebody when you dated them, but now they got a nice suit on and they have a nice job and they, you know, you can just see that they're different. They've evolved. And well, Austin poses the question to what you're saying. Do people evolve, but do they change? 
Mm. Well, here's the thing. Single life is perpetual waiting for the other shoe to drop. Um, that's a, that's a great thing. Um, well, it depends though. If the thing was they had no ambition, now they they're very ambitious and they're doing very well for themselves. That could be something that gives you uh you know like you now you want you might want to be in that person's face uh welcome to the show ryan's in the house hey ryan how's it going pretty good what do you bring to the conversation we can't wait to hear about it well i don't know i i think that um i used to give a lot of second chances when i was younger but i realized over time that you know the same reasons why you left the person the first time it's the same is going to be the continual reasons why you're going to leave them the second time, the third time and whatnot. Um, I think unless, you know, you're willing to, to get therapy, um, unless you're willing to get therapy, unless you're willing to, you see a significant change in an individual, it's not worth revisiting. I've been there. I've done that. You're better off just finding somebody new. Because I feel like a lot of the times we know instinctively who we want in our lives. We know what we want and we second guess ourselves. Of course we do. You know, we, we, and then we get lonely and, and we have other goals. Like some people go back into relationships for financial reasons. Some people go back into relationships because they feel more secure or, you know, they want to bring, you know, their spouse or whomever to a party, you know, just like someone to cling on. So what's good for the gander is good for the goose. But, you know, when you realize over time, it's just not the right choice. And, you know, the one thing that we need to bring up is boundaries. You know, we, we have boundaries and then they get crossed. And then we grow up resenting the person for those boundaries that are crossed. And if you cannot, you know... If you cannot guarantee that the person's not going to change and really fundamentally change, it's not worth it. You know, I got back with my my child's mother um, after we went to mediation, and mediation really helped us. Um, and this is why we have a really good co-parenting relationship now because we establish goals. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's why people ask us, like, well, how do you how do you guys still do it? It's like, well, we went to mediation and we actually sat down and asked, what do we want for our son? Like, what were the goals? And then we fell back in love again, but then the same stuff happened and, you know, we went back out. But, you know, I've been, I've seen people come back in situations after a time uh, when you grow up and you mature. And I think it's also due to time, but I think most, most cases, if you broke up with them for a reason, it's probably a good reason. You know, but our emotions get the best of us. Yeah. But you know what? Sometimes you can break up with somebody because you're just not ready to give them what they need. Like that was my case, right? When I was younger, um, I I just wasn't I wasn't trying to settle down, you know. And um, I would get with women who really wanted to settle down, mm-hmm. uh, and then that would be a big issue because I just wasn't there. Yeah. So at this point in my life, I am ready to settle down, you know, so I'm in a different place. And so sometimes you just got to, you know, you got to get there. Right. I, I would have been a terrible husband. I hear that. Hey, Aaron, welcome to the show. 
What's up, Aaron? When a man's relationship fails, it's his fault. Hmm. <laughs> Tell us more about that, Brooklyn. That's the thing. <laughs> they can decide, the thing they decide to settle oh. down, but for women, if you want some kids. I have something to say about that. I'm glad Stephanie brought that up. Um, okay, that is a cheat code we have as men. And I love it. And uh, it's a double standard or whatever, but it's a good one in our favor. <laughs> but if the if the if we're on a uh, cruise ship and it's going down, you get off first. So it's it's trade. Use that. I don't want that. the difference between a cruise ship and that's having kids. <sighs> Trade. The difference between peanut butter and yeah. all <laughs> butter. Like <laughs> exactly, Steph. It's like okay, you're in the middle of the water, and now what? Okay, did you not see Titanic? Rose made it. Okay, I've been. <laughs> Jack was a sweetheart. Ro Jack was an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Jack was a sweetheart. Jack was a on top. Why did, yeah, like, we both gonna get on this piece of wood, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, but, uh, no, I, I hear what she's saying. And that is one of the joys of being a man is that when, you know, I can be a bachelor, you know, up until my 70s, and then say, you know what, I'm gonna settle down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's time to settle down, <laughs> you know, and start my family at 70. <laughs> I, I mean, people do it, guys specifically, because I don't know many women having kids at 70. Be like, you'd be, be 70 with a three year old, you know, <laughs> you know, so. yeah, no, thank you. But, um, yeah, that is something that we can do as men. And I guess the dynamics of taking someone back would change drastically if it's just someone that you're dating, someone that you're seriously with, opposed to someone that you're married to. Those second chances may look different. Right. Mm -hmm. What if it's not? What if it's not you? What if it's? Uh, what if it's your mom, or your dad, or your homeboy, or your homegirl, and you're? you're a you know you're just watching it and they they're going back into it would you ever say anything especially if you were around and let's say the situation was toxic before nope no you know my grandpa gave me the the best advice that uh grandpa could ever give his grandson and he says never meddle in husband and wife affair <laughs> so <laughs> you never you never meddle in in hus husband and wife affair meaning you don't you don't um you don't tell people what to do with their relationships because often people come back together and then you're the one talking shit about their partner and usually they're the ones that go and tell the partner you know right. what you, you said such a conflict yeah in that relationship and it's so not worth it yeah, just step away, watch them, you know, give their advice when they ask you for advice, but don't cut them down because love is a funny thing and uh, people often go into it blind. So I'll put extra jalapenos in his tacos and give him the eye <laughs> so you know. I know you can on her. Yeah, I'm <laughs> in some crazy situations. 
I've seen some great situations that people ran back into, and it's just like you just shake your head. I try not to get into it because, like you said, um, people are gonna do what they're gonna do, but uh, you know, it's hard not to, though, sometimes when it's somebody that you love and you care for, and you've seen what it did to them before, you know, and they're going back, you know, they're going back to it, you know, it's crazy, crazy. I think they got they got to sort their this shit out. I mean, end of the day, you go back because you there's something that you realize there's something wrong because like the past relationship I would say we broke up like how many times? Five to seven times. It was not really breakups, but I'm leaving. Oh, I I want out, and then we go back together and back and forth, back and forth, and yeah. I just realized like what I needed to learn from that situation was boundaries. That was my biggest lesson this year is boundaries. It's like after you do it the first time, you should have get the fuck out of. Excuse, I mean, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, you should have left. You should have got back in and just stayed out there because I kept on letting her back in because I knew this girl from child my childhood. So like, she was. I was. I had a crush on her. So I. I had something. There was something inside me that always wanted to take her back. But you know, I think for the people that are in those relationships they have to work out something personal within them. It's not necessarily about the person that they're with. It's just like yeah. a personal struggle, like a loop that they keep on going into, you know? Thank you. Hey, uh, I want to take a moment. Um, do you want to um, give a shout out to everybody in the chat? Sure, why not? Let me see everybody first off. I think, I see Brooklyn, Aaron, Ramsey, Trey, D, Steph, Austin, Dead and cute. And then Ryan, of course, is on the feet. And just real quick, because I normally don't do this, do this on Wednesdays. Wednesday, we have a special show at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, right here on Get Vocal. We'll be interviewing uh, Dwayne Hendricks, who um, will be talking about the Atlanta, Atlanta child murders, uh, who works directly with Wayne Williams, who was uh, convicted of those crimes. So it's going to be a very good and powerful show. It's on Wednesday right here on Get Vocal, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. So you'll be able to ask questions and everything. He's going to shed light like um, on this case that you probably, you guys never knew stuff. Uh, so it's really good. And that's Wednesday. All right. So let's get back to second chances, right? So, mm -hmm. so um, let me ask you this, Ryan. Yeah. Um, do you feel like when you you know you were in a relationship you took her back do you feel like there was something that you needed to you needed that you got out of those um second chances you gave her like it it helped you going forward in any kind of way can you rephrase that question okay so when you took your ex back several times mm -hmm. do you feel like there was something that you got positive out of it like that you needed to to get to a place where you could be free of of uh feelings towards it peace of mind. I mean, I, I just wanted to feel better. I don't, I don't like to be, you know, I don't like to have problems with my exes and I don't like to have problems with the people that are my friends. So like sometimes I took her back just because it was like, you know, just to feel good again, you know, because like breakups are tough and having to go through that, you know, a month or two, just like having to recalibrate, Nobody wants to go through that. Sometimes, like, you know, when you get into a really bad fight, you want to have sex with them afterwards? <laughs> Break up sex? I mean, like, 
you you, you kind of like these are like there's just you're supercharged with emotions and hormones and all kinds of things but it's like um i think it's just temporary temporary gain you know and i i think that uh you don't really get anything out of it because you know for the most parts you don't really resolve what the problem is you know you're not really resolving it and sometimes and we went to counseling too we went counseling to try to resolve it and it didn't work and you kind of and i think too like there's a hope see you know probably 70 percent of the time things are great you're cooking together you're traveling together you are you know you're having fun together so there's like 30 percent of you that's like okay she can change or he can change and you want them to change because you don't want to like, especially when you're past 30, I don't know any of us that want to go back into the dating circuit, you know, to have to go through the ghosting and having to go through the tenders and having to go through all those things. I personally don't. So you want to work it out with the person because, you know, especially if you have something established with that person, mutual friends, lifestyles, it's a big disruption, right? So you want it to work. You want to give them a second chance, but sometimes it's at our own detriment. Yeah. So Ramsey says second chances are all about self-respect. How many times are you going to allow anyone to crap on you and your emotions? Social stuff follows that up and says, everybody has problems. You just have to find somebody that has problems you don't mind dealing with Amen. that part. Everybody has problems except for you. Except for who? Except for me. Except for tacos. Tacos don't have tacos. Tacos don't have tacos. Oh, tacos don't have everybody's still up then, so... Sometimes you... have problems. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah um, that's interesting, though. Um, uh, you still hit it. Oh, Ryan. <laughs> I mean, how much sex yeah. is part of this too, though? Like, I'm down a slippery slope, Brian. How, how, how much? How much is sex a part of it? To be honest with you, like, because um, that's a recurring thing that we keep uh, talking about on the show. So, uh, how much of it is that? Like, you know, you miss them sexually. If the sex ain't right, you might as well have it did. You did not. Wow. I don't know many people going back to a relationship if the sex isn't good. Yeah. Sex yeah. locks is it, it, good sex locks you down. Wait a minute though. Isn't sex a team sport though? It depends. Like, so are you as responsible for the bad sex as your partner is? No. No? <laughs> There are some individual sports in this uh, field of experimentation. Nah, I can't say that. <laughs> some people will take direction well. Right. I was like, no, you cannot blame someone else's interestingness. Well, I, you know, uh, so how do you determine then who, which part, which person, what some people are horrible students? So just as a side note, how do you, de how do you determine which person is at fault for the bad sex? Those are those who need more. How do you determine? You just know. No, what I'm saying is one person can say it. Like I've seen situations where 
the one person they blame each other. Yeah, they blame each other, right? It's like you well, know. sometimes you're just not sexually compatible if we're gonna go there and have that conversation. Um, and like Seth said, sometimes people have too many hangups. It, it it's, it's the ability to talk about and work through where you guys are having an inconsistency or you're not meshing well. You know, don't use your teeth, honey. And the, point, the point I'm really making is, a lot of times people will say, a lot. What I'm saying is, a, a lot of what I'm really saying is. Some people think the problem is the other person, but when a lot sometimes it's- I mean, you have to be there's a there's a thing about sex, especially when you're in an intimate relationship with somebody that you care about, where you have to be vulnerable and humble and willing to take some feedback because you may not be on your game tonight, or you may have never been on your game and they love you so much and they just don't want to tell you, but now they feel like they need to tell you, and you're like, what? It's I've been doing it wrong all this time. I mean, and of course, Seth said if his if he's endowed with three inches, you can't really fix that. Um, yeah, we're not cool penises. We're not even gonna have that conversation because I think I might break down five. Back <laughs> <laughs> down the road. <laughs> like, he's a little meat like, can, can I can I ask a question? Like. Do, do anyone in the room hold out on good sex because your partner is not giving you the right kind of sex? Like, you know, you could go to like a hundred if you wanted to, but you kind of hold back and give them about 40% because. <laughs> I'm, you the- I'm stop me. Okay, so what is happening right now? Are, did you get. Did you get suspended at work or did you get a ticket you want to tell me about? Did you take money out of the account that we haven't discussed it? Like, where are you at right now? Why are you not giving all of yourself to me? Like, what is going on? We need to have this conversation. Um, Because I came in this bedroom with a, or this kitchen counter or wherever we may be. I came with 100% today. What are you doing? Like that. I need to know. Hilarious. All right, so we really deviated from the topic. <laughs> All right, you started it. Talk about well, let's talk about. <laughs> no, well, no, I mean, as a result, as you know, um, second chance. Long story shorter, if the sex is good, second chances are more likely to happen. If it's whack, there ain't no need to go back. There, the end. Can you can you turn a relationship? I'm talking about a, an actual relationship, a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship into just one aspect of a relationship, which is a sexual relationship. Uh, so, like, as a second chance, is like, look, we didn't work as a couple, so let's just have sex, because that worked. That was the only thing that worked. Is that even Do you think that worked? So, the oh. sex carries the relationship? No, like, you know, like, you, there's somebody you dated back in the past, the only good thing about the situation with the sex and then you run into him, and he's like, "Let's not get into a relationship because that didn't work. Let's just sleep." I got, I, I like, I got into a lot of trouble. Yeah, that's. A I got into a lot of trouble. Yeah. Anyway, I'm it's not, not a good. I'm not gonna be able to do it. Like, 
Yeah, because my love box connected to my heart box. My heart box. <laughs> no, I ain't going to be able to do it. Like, it absolutely. Absolutely. I like how you said it. Part of it is. Yeah. That's a dangerous area. I don't. That part's there. If I have feelings. For I was like, these things are connected. Uh, you know. I mean, you know, is that a second chance? That's like a a, a half a chance, you know, uh, somewhere in between chance or something, you know. Uh, that's not that's not a second chance. That's just an extension of your relationship. This is the setup. Amen. <laughs> Pass the collection plate, please. That's a whole word. You get some because you get some. Uh, now, you know, lonesome. That's a great point. A lot of people giving someone a second chance is because they're lonely, right? There's a lot of lonely ass people out there. And it ain't a lot of times it ain't who you think it is, right? Mm. You know, there's a lot of hot chicks that are lonely on Friday nights. Better go buy some tacos, get you some gelato. No, they have to buy one, get one free. So, public. I've given second chances because I felt lonely. So, you know. Do you even realize that's what it is when it happens, or is that just kind of like subconscious? You think? I just go eat some cookies. A lot of people are scared to be alone that they'll deal with them. That's true. Do you think? Do you think most people like? Are you consciously like, I'm lonely, so I'm gonna mess with this fool, or is that just like kind of a subconscious thing? You think? I think if the opportunity strikes that someone is lonely, they'll capitalize on it. Hmm. Hmm. They weigh in the the pros and the cons. They're like, well, person's ugly, but uh, finances are pretty good. We have fun when we're together. Yeah. Look, I know what that mouth do. It beats me staying at home and Netflixing and chilling by myself. Yeah. I think logically, you know, it's because you feel lonely, but that's the emotion void that needs to be filled. But then, you know, I feel like this is how I feel. Like when you get into situations because of loneliness, that you hurt, you're with somebody that you don't, you know, really want to be with. I think it hurts you really get the person you want to be with because yeah. you're spending, you're wasting your time with someone you don't really want to be with. But, you know, so what do you do? Like, you know, unless you're just actively screwing around on them or looking, you know, so how do you navigate that, you know? Sometimes you want to be with them, but you don't need to be with them. Yeah, there's a good scripture about that. Everything is from everything is for pleasure, but it does not mean it's permissible. Like mm-hmm. everything is not beneficial for you. Mm-hmm. No, those who laugh the most cry the most. Hmm. I don't like to cry; it gives me headaches. Someone's rather adjacent tonight. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, I wonder who he's talking about there. Can't be talking about me. Uh, um, I am wholesome, wholesome. Right. So, I don't know, man. Loneliness is a, is a big one. That uh, we make a lot of decisions based on that, right? Uh, a lot of times during the holidays, that's when people are the most lonely, right? So, uh, all right, Ramsey. Ramsey. Um, yeah. Well, they'll find someone to be with so they don't have to be alone. Right. But holidays bring about so many different things for so many different people, and they're not always happy times. So that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily for me, but to me. Right. Um, what do you think is the worst holiday to be alone on? Um, 
um, my birthday. I'm just kidding. I enjoy being alone on my birthday, but yeah, my birthday. Because that means I'm not getting no gifts. Mm. Steph said Valentine's. Valentine's. And you know, one thing about that's worse for Valentine's is then you see other people, you know, booed up, you know, and doing things for their mates. And then you're at your job and you, your coworkers has gotten flowers at the job, yep. you know, and it's sensory it like, overload. And then, and then people say stuff, they ain't, they ain't seen you with no man or no woman. And people say, so did you get a Valentine's today? And you're like, you know, <laughs> you know, Valentine's is the worst, uh, Every I buy, my, yeah. I buy myself a chocolate, it's not a problem. Mm. So, I think that spending you know these holidays alone or not wanting to spend your holiday alone, um, could lead you to well, let me let me give some you know, like let me um go a place that I've gone before, even though I know it's not good, right? Mm -hmm. So, ladies and gentlemen, um. How many people have gotten a call from somebody that you used to mess with, like, you know, years later, just out the blue, right? And they try, they try to act like they're just calling you because, uh, not I, hilarious. They try to act, they try to act like they're calling you because, uh, you know, oh, I, you know, you were just on my mind, and uh, I, I just wanted. To, to just to say hi, but you you know what they're trying to do. I do that. Oh, so you do that? Oh, so you call guys that you used to? Not necessarily call them. I'll be like, text, like, hey, <laughs> haven't talked to Joe Blow in like three years. How you doing? So okay, so I'm not calling them, but I might text them and say hi. Sometimes I have people on my brain, so I may stop and pray about them. I may stop and send them a text. It depends on how I feel. So what are you hoping for the, the call? I mean, I've done that before. Well, nine times out of ten, I'm hoping they change their number. Um, and that somebody will be like, wrong number. But 80% of the time, that's not the case. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he responds back, and I'm like, oh, I wasn't expecting a response. And how many of you, uh, I'm going to ask the guys this first. How many of you guys want to revisit Coochie from the past? <laughs> when you put it that way, you are just so rude. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, maybe you was the jerk, you know, why it ended or whatever. And sometimes you might want to, the ghost of Coochie passed. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's exactly what I call it. This is so bad. Hell no, 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 nobody, no. I'm the only one. I mean, um, you're not making it sound appealing. <laughs> well, I'm not trying I was, to. Like, I was just about to say, it does not sound like something anybody would want to do. Based it shouldn't on how be you appealing. It shouldn't be appealing. It's just something that, you know, you know, you might be, uh, it might be a Friday night and plans A and A through C is not working. And you don't like D through G. So so you might, you know, you might get the Rolodex and go in the Wayback Machine. And it depends on who you are connecting with. Mm. 
people. I'm the only one up in here who's went back to the Wayback Machine. I can't be the only one. The Wayback Machine? Yeah. Only if they upgraded somehow. Desperation is horrible standpoint to start from. Oh, wow. I mean, I don't know if I was desperate. (laughs) Maybe I just wanted to revisit Old Conquest, okay? Don't hate. Don't don't judge me. Oh, this is getting good. I I feel like I'm being judged here. Thank you, Stephanie. Yes. I mean, it is what it is. I, I look. Sometimes I regret it. A lot of times I didn't regret look, it. Sometimes you feel like and see you're getting desperate. Sometimes. Okay, Brooklyn. Okay. Uh, Let's go back to the old commercial. The selling. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Right. Oh man, Joy's got nuts. I don't know. My plan A to C is pretty dope. You know, you know. I'm not saying I do it now, but I have in the past. Even though mounds are disgusting and so are almond joy, but that's a whole nother discussion. Like joy. Yuck! I like nuts, but not almond joy. Yeah, no judgment, but I am judging. So, ooh, ooh, ain't that nuts? Sometimes I revisit because this person has good sex and they don't cause problems. They are easy to get along with. Gross, no almond joy. Amen to that. I like almond joy. I'm a stand- <laughs> no. I don't like mounds, but I, I'm a stand up for almond joy though. No. That's right. I'll take all the almond joys. I mean, I'll take almond joys too. Figuratively, not literally. Oh, okay. Um, but no, no. Uh so like I said, sometimes that's you know, some people do that, right? They, you know. They go back, you know. Is that a second chance? But what about those second chances that actually prove to be fruitful, that actually are good for you, that actually are beautiful? Okay, let's talk about that. Um, I don't know. Like, is it fruitful if it doesn't end in a like? Are all relationships that don't end in marriage failures? Are all, say that again, all relationships that don't end in uh, marriage failures? No, I said there are lessons, not losses. Like, mm-hmm. we aren't destined to be with everyone that we come in contact with. There are people that you can learn from, grow from, experience life with. Get They give you the gift of conversation. They de- help develop you as a person. They show you patience. They show you what you've been praying for on a level that you haven't yet to experience just to show you that there is greater out there. Like everyone that we come in contact with is offering us something, but that does not mean they're offering us forever. What is it? Reasons, seasons, and lifetimes. So you take the lesson and don't consider it a loss. Okay. Because if you always look at things as a loss, that's, that's to the detriment of your experience. Because there is beauty even in departure. No, I don't. I don't personally. I don't think that just because it didn't end in happily ever after that the relationship is a failure. I but, know it wasn't you, bro. I was passing on to all the little heathens in the congregation that needed to hear the word. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah, amen. And you know, everybody, I am a pastor now. So second church, we meet every Monday at. 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 
every everybody knows uh i posted it on uh look at d <laughs> i am a certified minister now so uh you know yeah but do not ask him to officiate your wedding so d said relationships teach you about what you do not what you want and what you don't want um your likes and your dislikes i think relationships also teach you about who you are as a person not just what you want and you don't want but who you are it stretches you it reminds you of sometimes how selfish you are sometimes how you know um forgiving as um steph had mentioned earlier there are sometimes it's a mirror of who you are as a person and things that you like about yourself and don't like about yourself and things that you like about that person and don't like about that person. But relationships, if you take them into consideration for what they're worth, um, it can be just as much as a growth and development of the relationship as it is as a growth and development of you, the person. Okay, so let's get personal. Okay. Okay, let's get personal. You about to be in my business. So Shannon. Oh, I knew it. Here's a guy who you dated in the past. Mm -hmm. And let's just say it, it wasn't the greatest relationship. He wasn't terrible. He didn't, he went Ike Turner, but you know, it just didn't work out the first time. Right. Okay. So let's say it's been five, 10 years. You run into this, this brother, right? How funny. How funny. And what would you need to see? For Shannon to say, I'll give, I'll give this guy another shot. And what's up, Sybil? Um, I think at the heart of the matter is probably changed behavior. Why did I walk away from him to begin with? Um, transparency moment. I've had something not as egregious as Mike. Hey, hey what's um, up? I had something similar to that statement, but not in that time frame so we'll just go along with the story so this guy came back into my life after maybe two years and he made these statements about how he couldn't get me out of his mind and you know kind of what that meant to him and I, of course me being who i am little smarty two shoes i was like so where's all this coming from is it coming from your head your heart your spirit or your because i need to know Cause you're not about to waste my time. Like, you know, get time for that. And so his response was something that I could test. Um, of course, he did not say his penis, thank the Lord. But what he said, I was like, okay, we're going to test this theory. Like, and you get one opportunity to show and prove. If this is not really what you want and this is not really who you are and we're not moving in the accordance with these thoughts and processes, then we can just say goodbye. Kiss and say goodbye, whatever. Great, you know, shout out to the Manhattans. But it was so hilarious because I wouldn't let up. I was like, why are you here? Who sent you? Because you are circling back for what reason? I don't want to be nobody's um, second string. So I don't know. I mean, you have to, somebody said earlier, you have to look at each situation on a case by case basis and trust that the decision that you're making is good for you and not just the other person. 
I don't want to waste time. And I think Steph just said that um, a few minutes ago. So it is absolutely imperative that you see something that is indicative of change behavior. And if you don't see that, I'm good. No, thank you. I'm going to go order my tacos and bye. You know, I'll say this. Sometimes you appreciate people that you've dated after you've dated other people. Oh, for sure. And then you're like, you know what? She wasn't so bad or he, he wasn't so bad. So, um, so sometimes a couple of years without Shannon in, in your life, you might be like, man, you know, I, I really did. You know, Shannon was pretty cool. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to try to get her back, try to win her heart back with tacos. So that that's definitely something that could happen. So, so you said learn behavior, learn behavior or change behavior. Yes. Uh, behavior. And, um, and I mean, is it possible? Yes, it's very much possible. Is it probable? Probably not though. Most cases, most cases there was a reason why y'all didn't make it. I wish somebody would try to win me back. Uh, just so I can say no. <laughs> oh, Stephanie. <laughs> I, I love Stephanie. Yeah. I'm willing to walk down that road for the right person. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Um, it, it, you know, it, it's one of those things that most situations you try to get back into are not going to be successful. And that's just yeah. what it no, is. Sure. Um, and it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Um, but sometimes you got to take the risk. And that's what that's what life and love and pursuit of happiness is all about. It's about weighing the risk. Some of us like to take big risks and some of us don't like to take big risks. We like to take more calculated risks on the, I don't want to lose too much side. And that's okay. And no judgments there. But for those who are like me, who like to take those big risks, you understand that in taking those big risks, you could win big or you could win or you could lose big um, in essence, you know, and I mean, loss of time. And you have to consider that's where the perspective changes. You have to consider it not a loss, you know, it's an experience. But yeah, sometimes you just want to wait. And I always say never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. Hmm. Can you, if you friend zone somebody, can you ever see them in a different light? Give them a second chance to, or is that even possible once you've uh, friend zoned them? She says yes, Kiana. So the more, say it again. I'm sorry. So, like, so like, it depends on why they're in the friend zone. Um, if you friend zone somebody because. Them more than that after you friend zone them. Right. I think it depends. Um, I think sometimes we naturally find people that we want to enjoy the sweetness of a friendship with. So we automatically put them in the friend zone, not realizing that some of the greatest love stories stem from really great friendships. So mm. I don't know. I don't know nothing about it. I'm single. Mm. Do you, uh, do you have any experience with putting someone in a friend zone and then seeing them in a different light later? Not that I recall. Because I usually like people. Like, if I, if 
I usually am attracted to people like spot on, like, yeah, for some reason or another. Mm. People that I put in the friend zone, they definitely were meant to be my friends and nothing more. Mm. Have Have you ever been put in the friend zone? I'm sure I probably have been. I mean, but that's okay. I'm a really good friend. No, how how are you single? Uh, when he goes, I heard the friend zone feels like you're in bed. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, how are you single? What happened? <laughs> oh, are you talking to me too? Yeah, yeah. How am I single? Yeah. What do you mean? I mean, I've been single since 1982. I'm not married. Don't worry, you're gonna miss me. Test driving, bit. Stephanie's hilarious. Stephanie's uh, a, a hoot, but I agree, Stephanie. Yeah, wow, so you can actually have sex with people you put in the friend zone. That's interesting. Um, I thought that was the whole point of putting them in the friend zone. Um, hey, some people, once you engage them on a deeper level in terms of friendship, because we evolve, there, there might be something about them that you're like, yo, that's dope. You dope. Like, who made these regulations? <laughs> Hilarious. Um, can you? Uh, <laughs> right. Hilarious. Um, okay, so let's get to our last thoughts about this topic, uh, second chances. Um, I'm here for it. I believe in second chances, not for everybody in their circumstances. What about, what about like just? Can you give second chances to people you're not in a romantic relationship with who's done you wrong in some sort of way? Like, I mean, I've had to do that with family members. I've had to do it with, or I've had to think hardly about it with um, friends and family and whatnot. And I'll be honest with you, once I feel like a certain way about you, it's hard to get me to go back. Like, I'm really stuck to if once I perceive someone a certain way, you know, like I have family members I haven't talked to in a long time because of some BS, you know, uh, you got to do the light work. Sometimes that's based on the way things were handled, how you responded, how they reacted, whatever the case may be, how the situation has transpired over time, how deep the wounds are, whether or not you, unpack those traumas like sometimes it's not worth there's a difference between reconciliation and restoration I mean you can reconcile someone to your life or you can restore the the forgiveness aspect of it without piecing them back together like it's okay to forgive somebody and not have them back in your life Mm. in my opinion I remember Ryan said something if the person is upgraded. So, you know, what what do you like uh if he's out if he's still out there, what does he mean by upgraded? Um, they've lost weight, um, they got a better job. Yeah, they have a better job, better social status, they're on some reality TV show now, so they're got a little fame to them. Like, wait, is this whole idea of someone upgrade, they glowed up. So you dated them when they was broke 
and now they balling. A myth. So, a guy broke up with me because his dad told him that, wow, I'm too fat. I'd never take him back, and he's tried many times. And that's the unfortunate thing. A lot of times we get into relationships or situations where our friends and family dictate how we continue in those things. And then when we realize that we have a backbone that's not indicative of someone toying us around like we're some stringed puppet, then we realize, oh, I effed that thing up. So, yeah, we're glad you didn't take him back and his loss. Yeah. And I mean, he's stupid anyway. It's like, for real, his dad wasn't dating you. Like, for real, his dad probably wanted to get some, but I know, right? He was maybe he was clearing, he was clearing away for himself. Possibly. I, sometimes people try to disrupt your program so they can get in the mix. Send a clown to his house. Yeah, it's crazy. I've heard situations like that before. So, um, it's crazy though. I ain't never had nobody in my family or any otherwise do do that you know so yeah it's too much but then again i don't really bring a lot of women around my family until until i feel like you know she's someone special so it takes same here no but none of my family has met anyone yeah so but they about to meet somebody really quick soon right talking about you no, you. <laughs> I need you to stay out of my business. Uh, I feel like it. I feel like it. It's happening. Well, I don't go home until next September for my uh, dad's sister's wedding. But I, not- I feel like you're going to take somebody home for Thanksgiving. Um, I'm going to be in New Orleans for Thanksgiving. So that answer is no. And mm-hmm. I don't have family there. So. Oh. Yeah. Mm-mm. To have dinner or be dinner. Yeah, listen, did don't nobody want none of these problems. Um, but yeah, I will eventually. I mean, my grandparents are still alive. They're in the nineties. My grandma, my grandmother. I'm always joking with her about things, and she's like, "Oh, don't marry for this, marry for this." And my grandfather is just like, "You're gonna find you a nice guy to settle down with," and I'm like. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Grandpa. We'll see. I think so. I think you're going to meet somebody. It's going to be a brother from the South. He's going to have him a nice little house on a ranch with a with a porch swing, and you're going to make sweet tea. And I love porch swing. My yeah. grandparents said I could have theirs. See? It's going to be fine. You're going to have pigs? No. <laughs> no. Not. Like, it's chickens right outside the house. I don't want no pigs. I don't even want the chicks outside the house, but they everywhere. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Grandpa knows all the nicest boys. Hilarious. This poor swing scenario, hilarious. Andy, listen, every time I go home, I'm like, everybody, all the grandkids know the porch swing that we grew up in, having my uncle push us on the front porch at my grandparents' house. Everybody know that porch swing is mine. My grandfather was like, you know, you can get you a new porch swing. For cheaper than it's gonna cost you to take that back home with you. I was like, no, I want this porch swing. I have way too many memories. I remember when I was in um just as a side note, I was in um a small town in Georgia and they had a hammock in front. Mm. So I got in the hammock, right? 
fell? No, no, no. I'm I'm just cool in the hammock. And then the the people that were that lived there, they were talking about how one day a rattlesnake got into the hammock while somebody was in there, and that was the end of my hammock. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh no! I was like, I never even thought about like you know. I was like, oh man, they just totally killed my hammock. Yeah, that would have threw me off. I would have been like, oh. Yeah. And they would say it so matter of factly, and then you know, and I'm like. But like, oh, it's no big deal. It just happens. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Leah, the life coach, is up in the house. Yeah, so, I, I've met my share of critters, so I don't even think that would. I wouldn't even probably blink. <laughs> Snakes just want to cuddle. Hilarious. They do they want to cuddle right around your throat? Yeah, and D- yeah, Danny's here too. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna say goodbye, and then we'll have our after show. So, uh, Shannon, how can we get you in social media and all that good stuff? Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow me, Shannon, forward like the president, hyphen Chuckerson like the president. I do want to give a short announcement, though. I just have my second white book meeting on Saturday. So I'm moving to the next stage of my editing process. So I'm moving on to what is called the beta book. Um, so we go from a white book to a black book. I'm really excited. And um, so Dismantling Daddy Dysfunctions and All the Men I Loved After Him will be out in 2020. I can't wait. I can't wait. I I cannot wait. I can't wait either. So how can we follow you on social media? You can follow me at Kente F on Twitter, Kente Ferguson on Instagram. And of course, the website is new and improved, IndyRadio.org. That's I-N-D-Y Radio.org. And we will be back next week with an all-new episode, uh, working on on what that will be. Um, And then, uh, of course, Wednesday, Mark this down, down, you guys. I know I've said it like twice already. Uh, We will have Dwayne Hendricks, um, and he's going to come on to talk about the Atlanta child murders. And and he is the person who is uh, working with uh, Wayne Williams, the guy who was uh, convicted for the murder. So it's going to be a great show. It's going to be live here on on Get Vocal. So Mm -hmm. make sure you guys come. It's Wednesday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, live right here all right so that's gonna be a great episode and it's and he has a lot to talk about we had we had a great conversation so with all that said we'll see you next time